welcome back to the Apostles Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Ian, followed by Isaiah and Gavin. And today, our topic of discussion is going to be, what if, quotation, quotation. And basically, what we're going to be doing is going through some of our favorite anime and talking about scenarios as if they happened differently, right? So, like, a good example of this, uh, like, literally, they've done it, and Isaiah was bringing it up, is, is Naruto, Right, if you see, right. for anyone yeah, who's yeah. seen, you know, all the way through, they have actual episodes or like little mini arcs and where, a movie, yeah, <laughs> and movies where it. it's like, what if this happened instead? Right, where like Hinata is not shy, and like she's, you know, she's very aggressive, or like Sasuke never went with Orochimaru, right? Um, you know, and he becomes like part of the police force and and things like that. So that's kind of the the goal that we're trying to hit, right, on shows that obviously haven't done that. And the fun in this is is just conversating about the things that could be. There really is no wrong answer, right? Like, we we just kind of try and base it off, like, what we know about the character and what decisions do we think they would make, right. you know, based off their circumstances. Yeah, and because I think there's no wrong answer because, like, in order for any of these things to happen, certain things have to, like either fundamentally or, like, significantly change. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Certain decisions have to be made or not made. So it's like, we're already, like, you know what I mean? Just by talking about it, you're already venturing into territory that nobody, like, there is no f- facts in because yeah. it's stuff that, like, either never happened or, exactly. you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, we're just, just fucking fucking around. Yeah, so, I mean, because the, the, the discussion could be endless and the points could be endless because it's like, well, I think this would happen because, and we will try not to get into much of the nitty gritty of like chaining events together, right? Because it's like the other argument is like, okay, well, if this happens, this has to spark this. And it's like the, the ripple effect, you know, when yeah. you see in the time travel movies where it's like this, that, and the third, we're just going to try and have fun with it. Uh, you know, and if you want to be a stickler about it, then feel free to sound <laughs> off in the comments and we probably will read them and not care, but um, we appreciate Eight your more chapter 693. Yeah. Uh, actually, Aaron has a left mole on his cheek, which which means when he did meet Mikasa, she wouldn't find him attractive the first time that they met, blah, blah, blah. Can yeah. you niggas read? <laughs> For real, right? Um, anyway, though, so we have, what, five uh, topics of discussion. We might not get to all five. I'm not going to lie. We just kind of threw five on there. And even if we if we don't get to one of these and you thought it'd be interesting maybe to do another episode or you had thoughts on it or thoughts on the ones that we do cover, if we don't get to all of them, uh, let us know again Absolutely, You know, in the comments yeah. below. So I'll just read through real quick uh, what we came up with collectively and ones that we thought would be interesting. So uh, number one is from Demon Slayer and it is What If Nezuko Died? Um, so for anyone who's watched Demon Slayer, Nezuko is Tanjiro's sister and, you know, a key character in the show. She's kind of the reason Tanjiro does what he does, right? And she Tanjiro also cures depression. It's yes, yes, she's adorable science. as well. <laughs> right? So there's that. Um, but like, that's an interesting one because Tanjiro is like his whole motivation right now for those who are watching the show, um, is to basically find a cure for his sister who turns into a demon um so i don't know that would be interesting and yeah. like a lot of what grounds tanjiro i feel like in, in his sanity and like his lovingness is you know is like her oh, so that's a cool one uh, that we'll talk we'll dive into uh, another one is what if Eren never got the founding titan ability so if you haven't noticed already we're uh, we're going into some spoilers <laughs> um <laughs> 
with all of these, so be prepared. But um, for anyone who watched Attack on Titan, obviously, Aaron, we know at this point, for those that are caught up with the third season, that Aaron is uh, has the Founding Titan's abilities as well as the Attack Titan's abilities. And we know that the Founding Titan is instrumental in the Attack on Titan universe. It is probably the most important Titan out of all nine, right? Nine Titan shifters. Um, so, you know, what if somebody else got it? What if, like, Historia, whatever, etc. We'll go into that. Uh, third one is, what if Goku never cucked Gohan? Uh, that is how I have it written. Gavin, unfortunately, can't speak much to this one because he's not a uh, Dragon Ball guy. Honestly, Isaiah is probably going to have the most knowledge. But uh, basically, to give a little more clarity on that, it's going to be the fact that those of you who have watched Dragon Ball and seen like the Cell Saga and things like that and then the Buu Saga will know that Gohan kind of went from being this like really pumped up character to like... To a bitch. <laughs> yeah, just flat. You know what I mean? And and the, the I'll just kind of shifted back. Fallen. Yeah, to uh, to Goku and and friends um, and not Gohan. So we were gonna talk about like what if Gohan actually didn't get cucked and was supposed to continue as the dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Like how what would that mean for the show? Um, and how would fans receive it? And then so number four, I love it. <clears throat> right? Uh, number four is from Naruto, which is ironic because we said Naruto already has a bunch of these scenarios. But there's one that'd be interesting was is uh, what if Sasuke beat Naruto, and we mean in their final fight, right? Um, final you know where it's like epic as all hell. Um, that would be that would be an interesting one. Although Sasuke says what that he's gonna do, you know, like kind of tells everyone, if I win, I will do this. But you know, I think it's a good talking point because it's like, well, really, would he really? Or, well, you know what yeah, I mean? There's a I lot. Think, yeah, there's, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then number five, and finally, and obviously my favorite, because not only because it has to do with Berserk, but I think this one is a super interesting talking point for anyone who has watched Berserk. Um, what if Griffith beat Guts in their second second duel, right? Yes, in their second. in their final duel yeah. when Guts leaves the band of the Hawk, um, and before all shit hits the fan, to be quite frank, because that breaks Griffith. You know, um, like what would happen if he had beaten Guts? You know what I mean? Like makes mm. him stay or whatever. Like how would Griffith become what he is, and how would Guts become what he is? Casca too, etc. Mm. Uh, so those are the five topics that we that we have slated. And um, if there's anyone in particular that's jumping to somebody's fucking the front of their front of their throat here that they want to get off, um, go sound off. But if not, I was just gonna go in the order that we said them. Yeah, shoot. Yeah. Let's just right. go down the list. All right, bam. What if Nezuko died? I would not watch Demon Slayer. All right, if Nezuko died, <laughs> then Tanjiro would be one fucking epic track and field runner. He'd be like, uh, what are they called? <laughs> what, what's like the... He would quit Demon Slaying <laughs> yeah. altogether. Yeah, he would join Demon. the local track and field team. Cross country? <laughs> fucking look at that kid. He'll fall, he would run across the world and get back and be like, yo, dude, I still have like three breaths to take or some shit. And I'd be <laughs> like, yo, you're an asshole. Only three. So his whole family three. would die and he would just get the Forrest Gump notion and he's like, I should just run. And pretty much. Well. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well. <laughs> Force come 2.0. So, Gavin, why do you think that Nez- or, uh, Tanjiro would be a world-class track athlete if Nezuko had died? Uh, bro, he's got the fucking lungs of a dolphin. I don't even know if they have lungs or not. And, they um, definitely have lungs. Otherwise, they... <laughs> right? They, yeah, because they're mammals. <laughs> he goes, dog, they have yeah, lungs. Yeah. Wait, right? Yeah, they're so stupid. They obviously have lungs, right? <laughs> Uh, you almost got me. I was, so trying, I was saying, trying to picture a dolphin. I'm like, do they have gills? I'm going to sound really stupid right they? now. I'm like, nope, nope, they got a blowhole. They're, they're, so uh, so Tanjiro would become a dolphin. <laughs> yes, dolphin. We're running with that one. Dolphin yeah, I mean, or They whale. live in the water, and right now that's a specialty other than the fucking fire that he... Oh, I, actually, too much of a spoiler. It's fine. Uh, we we, yeah, we, we preference yeah, this we with already, whichever show we talk about. We're, we're yeah, talking... Spoil away, my like, friend. Yeah, right, whatever. Away. Either way, I don't know. It's just... 
back in the beginning, you know, when he was just running up and down the mountain, and that was his thing, like, doing the supplies and, like, helping everybody out. Realistically, if his okay. whole family died, he, I imagine he would move down toward, like, the city and probably be, like, a merchant or something, or, like, a handyman. I guess, realistically, that's probably what he turned out to be. But it's probably know, true, but guys. so boring. Can we get it a is. better one? All right, all right, well, all right, I give it realistically. I think he would probably turn a lot more into, uh, what's the dude, the... Do the black hair, who also does the water breathing technique. Sasuke 2.0. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, probably turn a lot like more out like him. I think because if Nezuko, I mean Nezuko, we said it before, is like his rock, right? That like she's the thing that grounds him. She's the thing that keeps him level headed and keeps him sane and keeps him connected like to his humanity. If he loses that, he's probably gonna lose a lot of his humanity and a lot of like the compassion and and care that he has for anyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So I could see him. Which is interesting because it would essentially probably turn his whole character on its head, right? This guy who like is almost outwardly known for being very compassionate and very, um, you know, outgoing, like and 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 connecting to everybody's humanity and their love. Uh, would probably not do any of that. You know what I mean? He probably would be a lot more like, you know, very like narrow-minded and like, no, I'm a demon slayer. I'm fuck some demons up because like they took everything from me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's inter- It's actually an interesting argument because. Uh, just to play devil's advocate, because to sp- spice the conversation up, right? So my first question, when I when I approach this question, my first question I ask myself is that, okay, does Tanjiro even become a demon slayer, right? As Gavin yes. had said, right? Like, uh, to be honest, if I'm being 100% honest within my own mind, I don't even know if he becomes a demon slayer, for, really? for starters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, um, I'm going to base this rebuttal off of the fact if he did, because that's way more fun to talk about. But uh, honestly, I don't know if he would, because um, I don't know. I just... I... It's a, because of his sister being the way she was and him trying to rush. See, this is where it gets into the nitty gritty. Because it's like, okay, well, if they died, he wouldn't have had to have run with her up the mountain. Therefore, he wouldn't have met so-and-so. So, never mind. Screw that notion. He becomes a demon slayer. <laughs> We're just going to put it that fate has it that these people okay. become the heroes that okay. they are. It's just they have a different aspect. So, anyway, with that under the rug, I don't know necessarily if it turns him absolutely cold. Uh, just due to the fact that because I, f- I feel that Tanjiro himself, like, if that were the case, I feel like his his compassion and and sympathy that he has now is almost like undermined. If we think that he would be flopped so easily, and I know not so easily isn't really the right term because that's a huge deal, right? Like if she had died, but like I don't I don't necessarily know if Tanjiro would change um, how compassionate. He is, you know what I mean? Like towards them, like, do you think, do you, th- I think, I don't know. There's something in me that tells me that he would still show these demons okay. some so sort maybe... of compassion. You know, like, I feel like he would have his hatred for uh, the main bad guy, like way more. Cause he already does like pretty hard. So what if it was like, what if we did like a compromise, right? And it was like, he keeps his compassion and he sort of stays the same fundamentally with people. But, like, he does end up sort of, I guess, directing his hatred towards demons. I could make sense. Um, yeah. Whereas, so like, like, a, like, so, for instance, with, like, when he kills the the the, um, the mother spider, mm-hmm. you know, like, an, a, a yeah. thing there would be, like, inst- you know, how he, like, curves the blade so it's not painful to her. That He'd might be something, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Or be exactly. Like, yeah, so it's, yeah, like, he, because he lost, he ends, would lose his whole family, right? Like, other people, like, you know, humans and stuff. He can relate to them, right? Like, he has compassion for them, like, whether it's saving them so they don't go through the same pain he went through. But he would probably lose a lot of his compassion for demons because they're the literal thing that took everything At least in the midst of the fight. Like, when he kills them, he might have those bits of sympathy when, like, they're dying. You know what I mean? And he's like, but not so much of, like, where he's crying 
You know what I mean? More of like a stern, like, yeah, you fucked up. You did this, but, you know, rest in peace. My, I don't my, know. What do you think? My only contention with that is he has the sympathy for the demons because his sister is a demon, but she still has the human aspect of her that he can relate to. So if she were to die, right. he wouldn't... I feel like if she was to die initially and he would turn out to be a demon slayer and he would fight... I would think for a fact, his first at least handful of fights, he would kill them with no remorse. It would more be like a Sasuke blinding rage sort of thing. Yeah, it's like, for sure. I just want to get revenge. But with him doing that and kill and you know killing demons, he would come to the realization, you know, over time that hey, maybe this isn't the only way or I the right agree. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and maybe then he'll start to be like, okay, is there what's the systematic, you know, right? Because yeah, even when Nezuko turns into a this. demon, like it isn't until he, like he finds out that like she has some humanity like you know what i mean if she died he'd have no proof that like once you're a demon that there is any humanity left in you so we'd have no reason to really have sympathy for a demon because once turn you know what i mean yeah, yeah. in his head once you're a demon that's it so i think yeah he would yeah. probably start yeah, out an, pretty good and i don't think it would overtake him i think it would more be it would be like blinders that he has on where he's yeah. just like, right, yeah. i want and my I revenge i want to kill he... these people and then you know revenge isn't always satisfying so as he's killing demons you know he's going to be like all right like what's the point right and yeah then that's where he like, starts to look into starts it starts to become what he is now you think sure sure once he like actually starts like fighting demons and like Again, with the and his interactions with credit. them, every, exactly. every interaction that he has with to them, the show's credit, changes. like once he yeah. learns, like actually starts talking to demons and mm-hmm. learns, like how they were, you know what I mean? I think yeah. that'll start to sort of like. No, I like that theory. I agree with that. I subscribe to that theory. I or he turns into that fucking badass like butterfly chick or her friend, <laughs> and you know, just totally stone cold. Oh, she's best girl cold. now. And Dude, they just come uh, in and fucking sweep them, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't care." You know, they're just like, "Fuck you." Yeah, she's the latest. The latest episode when she corners when she corners the chick, and she's like. Yeah, like I could probably just like spend the whole day like cutting up your organs and harvesting you, like you know, f- to repent for your sins. And you're like, oh, <laughs> this chick's fucked. <laughs> oh, she's but, like, crazy. Kind of turned on. <laughs> yeah. My exact thoughts. Oh man. Oh man. All right, that was a good one. Yeah, that was. Moving on. Let's, let's hop into the next one. Moving um, on. So, what if Aaron never got the founding titan ability? Okay, so are we preferencing this as in he doesn't get any titans, like, or does he still get the rage titan, or the, what is it, the attack titan? But he just doesn't get the founding titan. Like, I don't know. What do you guys think? I didn't even think of that. I was thinking without any titan ability. Ooh, without any titan ability. At without all. any titan ability. Okay. At all. Interesting. And because my, technically, yes. doesn't he does get the what is it? It's the attack, right? That's the other one. He does get the attack titan before. No, he gets them both at the same time. Oh, really? Because Grisha took the founding. Yeah, when he ate the 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 princess girl. Yeah, it would have to be all or nothing because okay. he um but Aaron just doesn't realize it because of yeah. that potential because right, 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 he's right. not royal. Okay, you okay. Know? so so essentially it's what if yeah, that Yeah, I guess the, the better question is what if Aaron never got a Titan ability at yeah. all? Yeah, or what if his dad just died uh, at, at that rate. I, I so I yeah. guess that's what would have to happen. His dad uh, he'd would have be to dead. die. He'd be dead on episode four. Yeah, he'd be dead when he died without the Titan powers. Oh wait, they did this already. Wait, that was <laughs> okay, uh, you know what? New question. I think I think it should be that he gets the attack titan ability, but not the founding. Well, it's weird because you think about even the raids that the titans have now. You know, the underlying is: are they going for Aaron or not? Because a lot of it looks like in it, it's a rescue for Aaron to get him away from humanity. So, you know, they might not necessarily die. They could just not attack humans because there hasn't been a titan that they're looking to come for. If that makes sense. You know, oh, you're, like saying, that, you're saying the fact that he had the founding titan's power is what was like luring them, what so was he doesn't have it there might to not. Aaron to begin uh, with, and what was causing you know the fucking so, city okay, to get bombarded. So, okay, so yeah, so based off that theory, 
if if um it would kind of be business as Dude, usual. It's already been long enough in the show where I forget half these characters. I know, names. same. What's the uh, Aaron's dad's brother, the Beast Titan? What's his name? Zeke. Zeke. So, his, his son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron's so or son. son. So what if? Yeah. So like, what if Zeke ends up looking for whoever? Because so we know that like with the Valentine's power, right? If Aaron didn't get it, if uh, Risha died, like that power would have sort of been like recycled, right? Mm-hmm. Thrown back in the cycle. So yeah. what if like their whole efforts end up getting shifted towards whoever, you know what I mean, finding and going after whoever that, else that's gets definitely, the power. That would definitely like be what happens. Aaron and his group end up being sort of like a response team or like a secondary part of the, yeah. you know? No, that's definitely what yeah. would happen in my opinion because Aaron really isn't, that's that's the interesting thing about the show is later on you find Aaron has the self-realization that it's it's not because of Aaron, right? You're led to believe the whole time that it's like we're trying to get you sure. where it's like we need Aaron and you're like, why right. do you need Aaron? And it's like, like well, no. we don't really need you as Eren. We need the founding titan, which just so happens to be mm-hmm, in you. Sure. We don't even need the attack titan. Kind of yeah. useless in the grand scheme of things. The yeah, attack yeah, titan yeah. can't warp people's minds. He just beats the shit out of people. Which, don't get me wrong, Metal <laughs> AF, I like the attack titan. And I would like to have the attack titan. But we don't need the attack titan. So I like, like to vanquish my enemies. Yes, yes. He's awesome. Don't get me wrong. It'd be a cool collection to have. But, I mean, the founding titan is really the one where it's like Jedi mind trick bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, they need, they need that one. Um, so yeah, it wouldn't be Aaron, it wouldn't be Aaron. You know what yeah, I mean? And, and he realizes that basically. It's like if it wasn't for this, then like I, you know, when he has that realization, when uh, the what's it, the Reese family is is telling him, yeah, um, you know, the whole shebang as they see it, and Aaron's like, wow, I really am not special <laughs> at all. Like they don't need yeah. me. It could be right. Historia that does it if she wants, or you yeah, know, yeah. she Whoever, wants yeah, the power. So anyway, so yeah, I think that that definitely would be the shift, and that kind of was the sh- that was what they were doing yeah. in the beginnings. We just need the flower. They just thought it was the reason. Would be that interesting because it. it would throw. I think like, I mean, I guess all of their like you know Aaron Mikasa or like that whole it would throw all of their motivations into check, right? Because like yes, they all have like their individual reasons for like getting into the, um, you know, like the military corps and stuff and like fighting in this fight. But like, you could also argue that because of the events, because he has the fact like. They were the the grand scheme, like the bigger picture stuff. They were kind of just thrown into it, right? So if they weren't initially pushed into it because of circumstances, they would it would so it, their motivations would have to realign, right? And we'd have to like reestablish why it is they care so much about getting involved in you know what I mean, other than just like Merkin Titans for the sake of Merkin Titans. Well, don't forget, Aaron, Aaron. Even prior to having that ability, he was very driven to become a scout and go through that route in life, and he was very driven and determined to reach that goal before he even had the Founding Titan. Or he right. realized he had it. Or right. yeah, 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 before yeah. he realized he had it. So, you know, going through the trials and, like, the three years of training and stuff like that, I feel like even if he didn't have any ability, he would still work on himself to being the best fighter that he could be. Oh, no, be no. I, you want I'm, to be no he, I'm he, just he wondering if stay... he'd turn into somehow, like, a badass underling of, like, Levi, you know? Yeah, yeah, To where, yeah. you know, no, I yeah, Levi's a god and do... that can't be Aaron. But, you know, he could work his ass off and he can be just fuck, just as fucking good as Levi and, you know, be whipping through those streets, you know, slashing. No, I, I think he would definitely, like, stay a a scout and, and all that stuff. I'm just saying, like, where we're at right now in the show, we know net like his motivations are not what they were when he in, first enlisted for the corps. Yes, but he would so, also, but he got those, he got that realization check being the founding titan and going through those trials. He well, wouldn't that's what I'm saying. Go so I'm, that I'm just, switch. I'm just, I'm just saying it would be interesting to see what his motivations would be. You know, season three of a show where Aaron doesn't have the powers, right? Because those motivations that the, those two characters would be different, right? Yeah, it's it's yeah, weird. It the more I think about it, it's like I I don't actually think that it would change that much to be honest because Aaron really uses that ability very minimally. Anyway, he can't actually use it unless he touches someone royal. Yeah. So like he is kind of to me like 
the attack titan like even now he's got both he's 50 50 but like he's like 90 percent attack titan 10 percent founding you know what i mean it's like you need to have very specific scenarios for it's like the only the real huge change to me is not Eren necessarily it's the people around Eren that are like oh you don't have the founding so we don't really need you you know what i mean like that's where it is oh you're me. saying if he still has a titan ability correct that's how i was going about uh, i was going i was going without none that's how I was. We doing. did preface this, Gavin. Uh, the first thing we said was going to was that. Well, either then, way, anyway, we'll just regard that. The story would officially no longer be about Aaron. Correct. Right? That, yes. I, so that's what I was saying is that like him, him having the founding titan is like what makes him the protagonist, right? Yes. That's what literally projects him into the middle of the plot. It's what makes him the central character that everybody is focused around uh, okay. or wants. Yeah. And so without that, he would no longer be the protagonist. And so there would be, need to be different motivations for why he would want to do. Like, you know what I mean? Get involved in, like, the, any of that bigger yeah. picture. Like, family I see what you're saying. Stuff. Yeah. Let's move on to the next one, because this one I have a feeling we could just go on and on. And, like, that that one's... Because there's, like, no plot holes in that show, and it's so well-written, yeah. and it's, it's so many like twists very, and turns, yeah, it's, it's very, so like, hard to not very, just, like, briefly wait, go over that. Yeah, exactly, because there's, like, a nine million things that you can go over, like, nitpick it to death. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that wouldn't be interesting. All right, so let's move on. Number three, what if Goku never cucked Gohan? Isaiah, I want you to talk about this one because you had some good points on it before we even recorded. I so I love Dragon Ball Z. I do. My the Cell Saga is my favorite arc of the entire show because it's the best one. Um, those are just facts. At me, <laughs> um, and it, it's it's the best one because I think with a show like Dragon Ball Z, which traditionally and and consistently like doesn't get a lot of praise for its story or its character development or you know what I mean. Like people, I get you know at the end of the day, like that's not why you're you're being recommended Dragon Ball Z, it's not why, you know what I mean? It's, it's popularity on its own. Is usually <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, no one ever, it's just funny, I'm just thinking of that. It's like no one ever recommends that show and be like, dude, um, you gotta watch this guy's journey uh, through like, just like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like how I know he you're wrong. I feel like character. It's like, no, down, you just gotta see him level up. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you break down the show, like there is an argument to be made for like why you should watch Dragon Ball Z off the story, in my opinion, at least up to the Cell Saga. Um, but yeah, it's like as soon as somebody finds out that like you kind of like anime, like you should watch Dragon Ball Z. You're like, why? And you're like, just do it. Just anime. What are you talking about? <laughs> just trust me. Yeah. yeah. And so it's so my argument my argument for this scenario is I think it would like re inject a lot of like some much needed like complexity into the show. Um, in the instance of like character growth and development and, and, and complicated storytelling and all that stuff. Because I think after the Cell saga, like once the Boo saga hits in, um, Gohan specifically takes a Real major backseat. Nerfed him hard to yeah. like everybody else, which is so unfortunate because um, he had so much complexity. Yeah, like exactly. And character. so like that. So I think it's yeah, it's one of those things where like it only hits hard because of like literally how well he was set up to like be the main character of the rest of the show after like with the Cell Saga, and then they were like. Hey, Goku's really popular, though. Like, he's really cool. We, we should make it about Goku. Yeah, we're doing it. And so, like, now Gohan's just, like, this nerdy kid who, like, likes to study. And, like, so my, my, my argument for this is that, like, Gohan... It's it stated in the Cell Saga, or, like, it's shown, but it's also, like, told through the different Saiyans and stuff, that, like, the half-Saiyans, which would be Gohan and Trunks, canonically, like, have a much higher potential and can become much stronger than a full-blooded Saiyan. And so, like, that's, like, sort of proven at the end of the Cell Saga when, like, Gohan is the first one to turn Super Saiyan 2, which nobody even knew that, like, Super Saiyan was a thing. So it was like, oh, what? <laughs> um, but, like, th there's this, there's this, like, 
cool complexity. I like the idea of like the strongest character in the show, right? The main character, Gohan, being the one who's like least prone to fighting, right? Because if in a show, especially with a show like Dragon Ball Z, that's centered around like fighting is the main source of conflict and it's how we get from like point A to point B. Um, it's interesting to me having a reactive protagonist, right? Somebody who doesn't actively go out and seek things, who's not a Goku, who's like, I just want to fight because I like fighting, but who's more like in the interest of like, like actually protecting people and is fighting as a last resort and not like a first instinct. Yeah. Um, so I think, I was actually, I saw a YouTube video uh, a couple weeks ago um, with this YouTube channel called Totally Not Mark. I'm pretty sure his name is Mark. <laughs> um, he's pretty dope to the though. bottom of this. He does, <laughs> he does like a, you know, a lot of different like analysis and stuff on like popular well-known Dragon Ball Z like arcs and characters and, and all that good stuff. And he actually recently did like a two video series where he was like, all right, he attempted to rewrite the Majin Buu arc, but if as if Gohan was the main protagonist and as if essentially he didn't get cucked. Interesting. Um, and so that was actually like, that was the spawn of like that idea for me. I was like, oh, I like where that's going. Um, it was really cool because it like, it delved into a lot of the things where like at the end of the Cell Saga, uh, the fact that like, there's a lot of, like, shit and, like, guilt that Gohan would sort of probably, like, you know, if he had stayed the main character, would have ended up having to deal with, like, as the, the story progressed. Um, because essentially, like, as far as he was concerned, it was sort of, like, his fault that Goku, like, had to sacrifice himself at the mm -hmm. end of that. That and, like, Android 16 and all the other people that, like, died in the Cell games. But again, also, like, his everlasting, like, mission or his goal of, like, fighting, does fighting have to be, like, the one-all be-all, you know what I mean, when it comes to conflict? And so, like, again, that's, it's such a, it's, like, kind of simple, I guess, but it's such a, like, I think naturally better, like, source of conflict than, like, you know, than Goku's, which is just, like, just to fight, to fight, yeah. you know what I mean? I think it would make the show it, a hell of a lot more it, interesting, Yeah, it, like, personally. rounds the character, and it makes them feel more, like, real people, which in yeah. a show like Dragon Ball Z, I don't think would hurt. <laughs> no, I agree. And I guess that, that this is going to be, spoiler alert, another episode for a, what's ironic is we might release that other episode before this one anyway, <laughs> so who knows? We're going to record another episode on that topic, right? The importance of intentions and um, and like doubling down on what your strengths are, and I think that's a perfect example as to like why Gohan isn't yeah. what he could be, could, should. Um, because Dragon Ball, I guess at the end of the day, made the, you know, executive decision that it's like, yep, we're not about this. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah. like, you could add that layer of complexity and like have that whole character development, but like not just through the fighting and all that jazz. But they, at the end of the day, they're like, yeah, but fans watch Dragon Ball for, for, for not that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, pick another show if you want that. And it's yeah. like, it's sad for people who like myself like that more when it's not just about the, um, fighting. But it is, you know, it is what it is. But I, I don't know. Uh, let us know what you think on that one. On to the next one. Uh, what if Sasuke beat Naruto? So, again, their last fight uh, at the end. Epic proportions, by the way. One of the greatest fights, like, in anime. And I've actually been some doing some extensive bangers. research on of this. Of course you have. I went yeah. into my, my mom. I feel like a quarter of this episode is Isaiah, <laughs> which I'm fine with, because yeah. please. I, no, dude, I literally, I was like... Because I was, I was like, okay, I could just do what I did for the last one, right? Watch a couple of YouTube videos. But, like, I literally have the ending manga collection, like, that I own. Yeah. And I have all, like, the Red City novels and stuff. So I was like, let's We know let's if it's coming this. to Naruto, then definitely. Yeah, as then I'm going to go into it. So go ahead. What do you got? Um, I think this show would be so much darker. Like, oh, of course. <laughs> in, say, it would be a, a literal, like, 190 flip. Like, yeah. <laughs> like from where it is now. Um one, because of most of the stuff Sasuke states that he'll do, like, if he wins, he mo more, like, would do, 100%. You know what I mean? 
I think, you think he'd actually follow through with all 110%. that? 110%. Okay. I think, one, now, I think, I think that's a big question. The show would get a lot darker, and Sasuke would be unstoppable. <laughs> like, this dude, literally nobody could touch him. Literally. No. So, a co- like, just to, yeah, hit, like, plot points. Uh, so, there's a couple things in the Final Valley fight that, like, it's stated, like, you know, in all the different various sources, the anime, manga, mm-hmm. and all that stuff, um, that if, like, this thing went differently or this thing didn't happen, Naruto would have lost the fight, right? So, it was, like... It wasn't, that's not to say that, like, Naruto only won the fight because of, like, like coincidence and circumstance, but there were very specific things that happened that, like, if they didn't go, happen, like, the way they were, just, like, that they did, or, like, if they didn't go exactly, the timing was off, um, Sasuke would have killed him. Like, in that fight? In the actual fight. Oh, okay, yeah. got, so it, got it, so Like, when I, he takes a Chidori directly <laughs> to, like, tanks a Chidori, I'm like, dude, so like, there's, you were a yeah, beast, so, Naruto. So, actually, 100%, so... In that scenario one, where uh, it stated that like, if Naruto hadn't collected all of the natural, the nature energy that he was absorbing in that fight, if he didn't get as much of it as he had, he would not have been able to tank that. Like, yeah, he'd be dead. Yeah. So that would have been one. You mean like all the population of yeah. planet Earth <laughs> wouldn't be able to tank that? It's literally Naruto, exactly. Naruto alone that could and eat that's Chidori. And it's like, and then I don't, if you know, I don't know if you remember the other instance where um, Sasuke is about to kill him, like he's literally about to hit him in the head, like or the heart with the Chidori. And Naruto sort of has that split second where he's able to dodge and counter the hit, and that sort of, like, saves him. That moment is, again, because, like... So Sasuke having the the Renegon would, like, was allowing him to, like, slowly siphon off um, Kuruma's chakra, like, from Naruto. And so it was stated that the reason that, like, that happened was because he didn't absorb all... Uh, enough of Kuruma's chakra for Sasuke to maintain using the Chidori and the Sharingan at the same time. So at that moment, his Sharingan deactivated for a split second. Holy fuck, dude, you went in on to this. Counter, like, to counter him and literally save his life. Holy crap, So the, the end result is that if he had absorbed all of Kuruma's chakra, scenario two is that Naruto wouldn't have been able to counter him and he would have... All right, so if you haven't it. caught on already, there are <laughs> scenarios in which... Nar- this is a good one because the, it is very possible that naruto could have yeah, lost that and fight. i think that's, and that's all i'm what, trying to reiterate in saying, this is yeah. that it's not like oh this crazy thing it's like no the fight was neck and neck and at any moment if any one thing had happened differently we could have had a different outcome yeah yeah <laughs> and what do you think that outcome would have been um <laughs> please tell us so, so the question the first thing i think would happen is after he kills naruto i think 100 percent he would have gone back to the site of the uh you know the, the fourth great ninja war and all that um, all the five kage murked him. <laughs> he literally says, like, because they're all still trapped in infant Tsukunomi, he's like, when I'm done here, I'm ex- executing all of them. He's like, and anybody that, like, wants to put up a fight. So I think the only, I think the only people that would probably, I think, honestly, just the, the, the sight of seeing, like, Naruto's dead body would probably crush a lot of, like, you know what I mean, resistance within the, the Great Ninja Alliance. But I think there's, like, obviously, the rest of T7, I think, that would confront him, right? So he'd probably murk Sakura, he'd probably murk Kakashi, and weirdly enough, Rock Lee, I feel like, is somebody who probably wouldn't, like, just take it sitting down and would also have to get murked. Fuck, yeah, no, he no. wouldn't. Yeah, Hell Rock no, it's Lee. Rock fucking exactly. Lee we're talking yeah. about. And also, maybe, and probably... Honestly, maybe everybody who, because, you know, Naruto had a really big influence on all of their friends, and I feel yeah, like but, they but, would but, but I'm talking in the realms of, like, people that probably might have maybe sort of been able to put up a... Like, this is... if. Naruto's dead. Sasuke is the literal strongest person yeah. in the universe. Nobody could like. So I think a lot of people just out of fear, you know what I mean, would be like, "Yeah, Naruto's dead," but like, 
I can't fuck with Yeah, but two. even you then, I, mean? I feel like if they knew they couldn't win, they would still take on Sasuke, especially if they killed Naruto. In terms of, like, their friend group that they have of everybody, you know? Right, so I think... Nah, so I think I feel like so the Tommy one, like so one would bitch I don't think, out. Yeah, I don't think that they would take him on. But regardless, <laughs> it would either end with Jojo. them all cowering in fear over him, or Sasuke kills them all. Yeah. So either way, Sasuke sort of gets his end result. Rock Lee would fight. Um, Rock Lee would... What? He would fight him. Oh, you did. You would oh, definitely yeah, fight him. Yeah. Um, he's so, too stupid to be afraid. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I guess like Hinata probably would because she likes Naruto. But let's yeah, be she, real. Yeah, yeah who, she'd get obliterated. But I mean, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I mean. I don't think they would bitch out because Naruto had such a big impact on their lives. Whatever. They're all dead. Either they would all die. No, yeah. So I think, and it was also stated that Sasuke. Once he acquired the Renegon, like he was able to use the Edo Tensei technique, which is the basic Renegon jutsu that um, Nagato used to create the six paths, like to inject the poles in people and reanimate bodies. So I think after he mercs the five Kage, he would use the Edo Tensei on them and essentially build his own six paths of Sasuke and have just like all the Kage Whoa. like reanimated. Yo, but he'd have his final bodyguard be Naruto. He would use the Edo Tensei to reanimate Naruto and have Naruto be like. Naruto and the five Kage be like his fucking, his, his gang, his fucking Yo, squad. And he would literally, literally have them go back to all their villages and just take over the world. Wow. Like he would use them as enforcers. And then the only other like significant thing I can think of that would, he would pose a threat is um, the villain from the Naruto The Last Movie. Um, the Yotsuki guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah the one I was going to ask you that, who, yeah. Let's be real, dude. <laughs> if Sasuke has the entire world of Shinobi at yeah, his corner, no, this dude's dead. <laughs> like, he's just not sending a chance. It was stated in the, the manga, like, the, like the force from his the Indra's arrow technique uh, that he used um, in the Final Valley fight. He could have easily used that to just obliterate the moon. It would be gone. <laughs> That's it. And then the whole fight would be over. You know what I mean? Because in that movie, yeah. they're like, oh, we have to fight this dude. But, like, his main source of power, the energy thing that, like, him and uh, Naruto and Yata end up, like, killing to, like, siphon off his power was coming from the moon. So oh, Sasuke okay. would then, and that's what the Raikage at the time, like, I think the Boruto villains, too, the other Tsuki guys, I yeah. think those guys would launch a threat, and I don't want to get into a huge argument about it because we well, can go into power levels yeah. all day, but I do, I do think that they would pose a threat because... You have, like, even if he has all those dudes at his disposal that he has control over, like, even Pain, when he did, like, he well, can't, so he can't is... fully go, like, I don't know if Sasuke could fully control all, he could fully control them, but I don't know, okay, so, like, when Naruto and Sasuke fight the Otsuki guy, mm-hmm. um, it's like, Sasuke could fully focus on himself, does that make sense? You know what I mean? It's like, he, he when he has to control five other bodies, like, it might take away from his own fighting prowess a lot. I could be wrong on that, and I don't want to go into a huge debate about it. Yeah, yeah. So, so well, but so that's I'm, my only thing. Yeah, so that's a that's a good point. But the other ticket that Sasuke has in his back pocket is all of the Tailed Beast. So if you remember, at the end of that Final Valley fight, before that started, he trapped all the Tailed Beast True. in the... Um, uh, planetary devastation uh, yeah. and essentially would have them held captive and he would have them all simultaneously perform the rat symbol yeah. which is what like he would need to like essentially seal them all in there mm. and then you could just siphon off so any or all of the chakra as much yeah. as you want wow world. so ruthless so dictator he would literally be OP as fuck <laughs> Thanos holy shit the infinity gauntlet of the yeah, fucking dude, I think your bro would be sitting on that Uchiha I throne I love fucking... how hard you went in on that and I had goosebumps <laughs> just thinking I didn't even realize dude, like, I was doing this research I'm like yo this would be so dark damn like, I, just... I would love to see like a movie of that shit right? where it's like rated R you know what I mean and it's like everybody getting marked that'd be sick alright let's move on to the last one here um, yes. and it is what if Griffith beat Guts in round two Woo. 
<laughs> deep breath for this one because it's just mm-hmm. there's you so guys go many things. No, but you can wait too because Isaiah finally watched yes, Berserk. Yeah, we fucking made it. <laughs> yeah, we, we made him watch it, so it. we didn't have so we could talk about it without spoiling. They it. employed psychological uh, devices on me, which was to bug me about it, and but you stop bugging me so that I would then be. But you can't lie. It. Even if you didn't love it, you thought it was good. No, it was good. There you go. It was That's good. All I good. actually. Well, what's funny though? Actually, the more I think about that show, the more I don't like the ending. Shut up. <laughs> but we'll, well, I, that's, that, for another but time, that's right? not the ending. You know what I mean? Like, that's just no, the, no, ending no, yeah, the ending of yeah, that. So it's that. Like, like, which I will talk to you about because I'm curious. Um, but anyway, getting into that. So this is a but huge yeah, I, one. I, I actually do, like, amongst my, I do actually really like, like, this topic. As yeah, a, as a this one is huge because um, a lot of what Berserk has to, like, the underlying and themes of Berserk are, for those who have watched it, are, is causality. You hear the word causality all the time. Void, as part of the God Hand, mm-hmm. says it all the time, right? Fate is destiny. Yeah, fate, causality. You can't, the whole premise is that, like, you can't escape what destiny. Gavin is, like, visibly, <laughs> un, like, rubbing his face, like, nonstop. Right? Are you alright? Dude, my eyes were itchy. What do you Oh, I thought you were just preparing for this topic or something like that. You're just like, oh, <laughs> He's like, oh. alright, let's get into it. Yeah, I was like, no, Jesus, like, dude, you alright? Oh, just my eyes are itchy as fuck, and I don't know why. <laughs> All right, shut up. You're not going to distract from this topic anyway. No, so causality is a it's is a huge part in uh, in Berserk in the story of Berserk, right? So it's you can't like, you can't escape your fate. All right, I'm sorry. God damn I it! Just, I just for the first time did a successful yo yo, and I'm kind of hyped about it. If you don't put that yo yo down <laughs> no, right now, I'm gonna wait, wait, I gotta do one more. Yeah. What? I'm going to strangle you both yeah, with that yo-yo, yo-yo at the, the same time. Give me the yo-yo. All right, we'll, we'll, no, do private, we'll do some private right. yo-yoing later. Do not fucking use that yo-yo right now. I swear to God, I'm going to break it on this floor, and we're going to throw hands uh, while we're recording. While we're recording. It was a special moment for me. I had to. Right, you, <laughs> no, no, you don't understand. Do it's like drugs. <laughs> you can't right, just right, do right, one. Let's go. Let's go. I had, I had to Come on. It. We got to talk about this. All right. All right. Anyway, Ooh. that brief fucking intermission. Um, so, yeah, causality is a huge part of Berserk, right? It's a huge underlying factor, which is relevant to this, right? Because the reason that Griffith becomes Femto is because all of these events happen. And it, it really happens from when he, once he was a child, right? When he yeah. gets the vision and he talks to that older lady uh, who I think, you know, you know, his kind of spurs him on. It's like this has been coming the whole time. But the thing is, is that the Baalists can only be activated, as far as my knowledge it stands, when you are at your lowest point. When you are in actual agony, when your mm-hmm. ambition breaks, as Nosferatu Zad would put it, right? When he says it to Guts in episode 5 for the 1997 version... He says, when this man man's ambition breaks, you will, you know, die. have a fake that you yeah. cannot escape. And But what breaks, what's the underlying cause for the breaking of Griffith's ambition is that Guts defeats him in that duel. Because it's not just a matter of Guts leaving. It's like, it's like a chunk of Griffith's life. Uh, Guts is the only being or thing that kept Griffith grounded in, in, in the, on the earth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um... I think it was also it was also probably like the only thing that kept him like sane in the sense that like it made him still feel superior like he was in control and he would you know what I mean because it wasn't like if if guts had left right but it was like they if he had left but it wasn't because like 
he now either sees them as equals or he surpassed him. Like it, I, it, it wouldn't have affected. It, it, it definitely played it, with clearly. His, it definitely yeah, played it, with his ego. He's like, yeah, I for sure. You're clearly mine, hurt you him know? because he was like, yeah. no, he's leaving because he can. Like yes. he's bested me and he exactly. is now on top. Which like, is super, which is super relevant yeah, because yeah, yeah. Griffith hates being not in control exactly. and not on the top, and he's right. so used to these other people fawning over him. Exactly. Yeah. It was just such a like his whole reality shattered. Right. So with that being stated, my question is. How does Griffith hit his lowest point? Yeah. Does he hit his lowest so, yeah, point? I guess does, he, it, the, does fate get fucking thrown by the wayside and we have a new show now? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, because, I guess the the main so yeah scenario is like is like it is the is the premise uh, not the it, it, yeah the so the premise of the show as you stated is like fate right is like the idea is like it, are these things interlocked in this sort of destiny and like things have to happen or like can we shake up you know what I mean? So I guess the scenario is like. Will, you know, yeah, does Griffith ever get the chance to become, or, or like, did that only happen because of, like, that one scenario, Exactly. Right? So, yeah. like, even, like, let's say Guts, um, you know, he leaves, right, but he, or, or Griffith beats him, but, like, Guts end up staying, and they're, like, doing the Band of the Hawk stuff, but, like, slowly, just over time, Griffith starts to see that it, it might have, it could have either been a scenario of where, like, Guts let him win, you know what I mean? Like, there's clear displays from Guts while they're doing stuff that, that state that, like, He's probably a lot stronger than Griffith, and like if he really wanted to, he could have unloaded on him, which would probably shake his ego a little bit. But then also, just if you st- we start to see guts sort of naturally attract the morale of everyone in the band of hawks, you know what I mean? Like he starts to become a natural leader to everybody, and like they start to pull people away from Griffith, who we stated if he's somebody who's used to having everybody falling after him day in and day out, again would probably rock his ego a little bit. Um, so like yeah, so would stuff like that end up sort of causing him to like seek? other methods of getting stronger than guts and i.e. end up you know falling down the rabbit hole of, yeah. of what the events or you know see and i don't think of it as more brutal strength because at the end of the day no matter what like guts in raw form is stronger than griffith and i don't think that was under undermined for guts so i feel like guts had an affinity for griffith in more of his intellect and how he carried himself and his aspirations in life mm-hmm. so even through brute strength that's what kind of inspired guts as a person and that's what motivated him to be better was he looked at griffith and he's like how can you do this and how are you the way you are even when he first originally got beaten in that duel mm-hmm. he was like how is that even physically possible and you know at being under him and you know doing all the raids he was like okay this isn't an ordinary person what's what's the gig like what what that's does he right, have yeah. That I don't, and what or you know what's different, and there's something right. different about him. Yeah, and you know that's why he wanted to be so close with him, and you know be considered an equal as him because sure, you because sure. he had him on such a yeah or guts had Griffith on such a high pedestal yeah. in his mind. He wanted to be like him and considered an equal. Right, and when he found out that he couldn't, which was when you know they were or um, Griffith was talking to the princess, you know outside the ball and all that shit, yeah. and you know he didn't know that guts was listening to him, and guts got that reality check to where you know. Griffith doesn't see him as an equal. He's just, you know, Dude, he's which, underneath him. <laughs> but at the same time, it's Griffith considers Guts underneath him, but it doesn't mean that he doesn't have feelings for him. As yeah, yeah, not, it doesn't. Not, yeah, he doesn't disrespect him because exactly. Guts has something that Griffith, in all of the show and manga, because I've read all of it thus far, mm-hmm. has never achieved. In that Guts is the tr- is the truest truest person to himself in that show yes griffith lies to himself and hides his emotions and suppresses them all the time to try and retain control where guts 
is real with who he is and he's human. Yes. And because of that, Guts is able to kind of inadvertently almost like see through the charade without even realizing it, right? Mm -hmm. It's like because Guts does put him on this high pedestal, but like just because Guts is who he is, like Griffith is is almost jealous of that. Like he even says it when, um, and not only jealous, like he's all mix of emotions. He even says it when he's in the dungeon. And he says, what is it I feel? Like hatred, love, jealousy? Like I don't even know. You know what I mean? Like this man is like so... And that's what it is because he can't, Griffith can't emulate that. Like he can't yes. be on, like he, I guess could, but like he chooses not to mm-hmm. be honest with himself. And he decides to hide all those things and he, and he's like, he's built upon lies. Yeah. Whereas Guts is built upon truth. This and that's where it's like. built upon lies. Yeah, right? Where it's, it's for real. And it's, um and you know, so it's like he does at that point consider Guts lower than him, like property. Yeah. But there's something about Guts that it's like he's almost Griffith is the slave. You know what I mean yeah. to it? Because it's like, he can't, it's, it's a very interesting uh, well, they're dynamic. Kind of, they're kind of they jealous have. of each other's personalities. They want to kind of be like, like grass is greener other. type thing. You know the what I mean? And greener. guts, but like the, that's the thing about guts compared to Griffith's that guts being honest with himself realizes that I'm not going to be like Griffith staying under this, this band of the Hawk. I need, and I'm not, and I don't have the strengths that he has. I'm not mm-hmm. super charismatic. Well, he can be, but like, I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm not, I don't have superior intellect. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I do have this thing, but like he, he, but he finds his own way in that he's saying, listen, all I'm really good at is killing people and swinging the sword. I'm a run with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like yeah. he realized like Which, that's again, what he does, such you know? a, it's such a, a testament to his character. And I think like why I think, you know, regardless of the outcome of that battle, I, I do think like eventually we would have hit the, the same end goal. I, I was going to um, say the same because thing. Because Guts is like, yeah, he, he's almost like too real. I don't want to say for his own good because it, it ends up serving him like very well, but like he's too real for anybody else, right? Mm-hmm. It literally, you know, we argue Griffith for the sake of this uh, topic, but like everybody in that show has a facade that they're like lying under, you know what I mean, to an extent. He's the only one who is like, you know, I, I almost joke that, like, he's sort of just living through the events of, of the, the story and he's not, like, actively partaking in things because, like, it's sort of what if he's so real that he's just like, I'm just going to do what I want. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everything that he ends up doing, like, is is on top of, like, this layer of instinct, right? Where he's just do like, you know what I mean? There is no, like, oh, if I do this, this person will feel this way about me. And if I do this, yeah, like, yeah. I'll be, you know, he's just, like, that's Griffith and that's, co- and that's literally everybody else. But yeah. he's like, nah, I'm just going to fuck dudes up because, like, <laughs> I, I can do that. Yeah, you, yeah. You see this sword? You know, and it's like th- this idea that, like, he is, he never, you know, not to say that he doesn't have grand ambitions, but he's never, like, trying to take over a kingdom or he's never, like, trying to conquer, like, every aspect of humanity. He's literally at the, you know, when he leaves the Hawks, he's like, I'm just going to walk around the world, you know, do what I do. Yeah. Swing the well, sword. that's the thing, and that's what he wants, and that's his reason for wanting to leave the band of the Hawk, because when he realized that Griffith, you know, I, he considers someone an equal is someone who chases their own dreams, has their yeah. own ambitions. And that's when Guts is like, okay, you know, more or less, that was the click in his mind where I want to be his equal. I need to find out who I am. I need to, you know, he doesn't know what he wants to do. Yeah, yeah he's good at pill- killing people, but that he didn't determine that this is what I'm doing. He wanted to leave the band of the Hawks to explore and figure out, you know, what are my Hawk. dreams, what are my... Or, band of the say? Hawk, what not plural. <laughs> I, just want, I just want to correct I that now. No, no, no. Isaiah said okay. it like eight times, and then I think you caught the contagion because oh, you were saying I? it correctly, and I'm like, I'm just going to correct that now and dip that in the bud. It is band For everyone of, listening. It's Band of the Hawk. Because I know somebody hawk. listening hawk, on YouTube is going to point that out and be like, ah, it's Hawk. Well, I'm going to be honest. If that's what somebody's pointing out... 
I'd like to meet that person. <laughs> anyway, so Band of the Hawk. Go ahead. Um, fuck. Sorry. Uh, I, I, I had, uh, what you did? You broke him. Uh, <laughs> I had such a good train of He's rubbing his eyes again. Here we go. Uh, fucked up everything with your stupid grammar. No, but so what I think what would happen is when if he were to fight Griffith and lose, his main reason for leaving was to find his own visions, find his own dreams. That was his reason for wanting to fight Griffith. To be like, okay, I'm stronger than him physically, you know, fighting. I can prove myself that to him. Now I need to find myself. If he were to lose to Griffith in that duel, I kind of feel like it would revert back to what happened originally to where he oh, would really? then step back and be like, okay, all I've done is trained. All I do is kill people. You know, I'm underneath him. I, all, this is all he does. Why is Griffith, why did he beat him again? You know, mm. analyze what the so reason were. Would, like, it would sort of just go back into a loop. It would kind of go back into a loop. So what happened originally, you know, Until when he, he got, eventually wins. Not o- well, not only that, I feel like he would step back, look at Griffith. You know, he would obviously have to step back, look at it, be, okay, what's happening? What is Griffith's goals? With that, more time will pass. Maybe Griffith would even reach his ambitions of having his own kingdom because they're moving pretty fucking fast along that timeline yeah. in terms of, you know, getting higher mm. up in the hierarchy in terms of the royalness and all that shit, or nobles or whatever. So he might even reach the goal of having his own kingdom. And who knows, maybe Guts will ride along with it. Maybe at that point he'll leave and Griffith would already have what his ambition was. And maybe not have that entire breakout with the Bahelit and all those things. Maybe he reaches like those things. My only problem that goes on his way. That's interesting. I, I actually I like that like that scenario. But I think my only problem with it is that like I feel like if Guts were to lose and I'm just be like, all right, I'm gonna hang back here. It would undermine a little like the character growth that he has. Yeah, I don't up think to that, that moment, which is well, like I can't just stay here. I can't not at all. It wouldn't because you figure how much he's trained and how much he wants to be considered an equal than how much he wants to be considered an equal in Griffith's eyes and how much that he's worked. If he were to lose with him one on one in combat, that's all he specializes in, and you know it wouldn't be it would take it lightly at all. He wouldn't just stand back and be like, okay, like I'm yours or whatever. But at the same time, you know, he's going to sit there and be like, how the fuck is this happening? What is with this guy? And there, right. obviously... I think, he, I think he would have that question, I think, but I think that would spawn him into a different course of action. And I like, think, I that, think, I think that would be more driven to follow Griffith more to see what he's about. I don't think so. I think it would either cause so. him to leave I think, I think yeah. it would because he would end Griffith, up like if Griffith to... were to lose, or if Guts were to lose, his natural instinct wouldn't be to run away or, you know, try to fight him again. He's going to lose again. If I, he's losing, he's going to be like, why am I? No, and I, follow that I disagree, I disagree completely. I think that he would not run because Guts doesn't run. No. I think he would fight him again, yeah. again and again yes. and again and, and if again. He wa- and we're saying if he lost, so he would lose again and again and again. No, no, no. not necessarily. Happen? We're just saying if he lost round two, that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the point is, is that Guts's character, he mm-hmm. would he would fight him again. Yeah. Fight him again, and he would eventually yes. win. Of course. And which is funny because, right? I'm almost playing into Void's whole uh, whole fucking um, theory here that you can't escape fate. Um, because I do think that eventually Guts would win and that we'd be in the same scenario as we were. Which is ironic so it's, because yeah, Guts' whole character is an FU to fate. Yeah. Which is because, so it's weird that I'm saying this, but like, I just, knowing who Guts is, I couldn't picture it. Like, because this whole thing is like, he can't grow as a character until he gets out from under Griffith's shadow. Yes. And he knows that he can't be the equal to Griffith or be better than Griffith until he gets out from under a shadow. And if the only way he could do that, which 
it has to be the only way because that's all Guts is good at, which he even sure. says himself, is to win in a duel. Uh, he's not going to lay back. But he's I'm not, not, I'm not undermining that at all. But what I said initially in the beginning was time is going to pass. He's, he's going to fight him. He's going to lose. Three, four years might pass before he fights him again, at which point Griffith could have reached his ambitions to where he wouldn't be at the lowest point for the battle to break and the tables would start turning. So, okay, so, so he might saying, be he might be Griffith okay. in the future, but Griffith would already have all of his so ambitions So you're saying that eventually completed. even he if... He would just All right, guts. so I guess I'm kind of cheating in this argument because I've read all the manga, and so I still vehemently disagree with you because Griffith's character is made in such a way that he's never satisfied. So that's, so that's what I was going to say. Yeah, he, he never is satisfied. Almost, and again, in answering of this question... I almost don't think it matters because I feel like as funny as it is that Guts' character is written like an F.U. to fate, I feel like it's inevitable. Even if it's not, even if it's not this fight that breaks him, something would, right? Yes. Because I do think that like even just from watching the, the, the anime that I have, th yeah, this is a man who clearly like doesn't know when enough's enough, right? Yeah. So I think he would bite off a little bit more than he can chew, whether it's with Guts, whether it's with anybody else something will break him because I don't think fundamentally his character is strong enough to last. You know what I mean? Correct. Last, and I understand definitely. that, but I, I'd go with the second option that you mentioned, that it wouldn't be Guts that would break his ambition. Yeah, it no, would be I, an it, outside force. And yeah, I think that's totally the determining be. factor to where, you know, uh, whatever happens in the manga happens in the manga, but when he reaches a certain point in status, I feel like there would be a time where Guts would be on the back burner and wouldn't be, you know, his end-all, be-all in terms of destroying his cycle. Yeah, and I actually, and, and that's interesting because it's like if, if if Griffith ends up, you know, becoming king of a kingdom or whatever, um, and yeah, and so maybe he feels a little bit more secure in like the, the Guts, Band of the Hawks uh, realm of his life, right? Like he's Hawk. not so, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so he's, a, you know, he's a little bit more like, all right, that's not like, you know, that's not the, the crux on his mind, right? Like, if, if something wrong or bad happens with that, that's not going to end him. But then, now that he's achieved the status, like, something else in the realm of the whole kingdom, ruling a kingdom aspect happens, and, like, that's what... Because with that thought, I he still become, think it's guts. I, I still think... Yeah. He, is, he is too... When you look into his character, he is too much of an affinity to guts... The whole point is that Griffith has always Griffith has always been above guts by like leagues, right? Whether it's he rules a kingdom or he rules the band of the hawk, mm -hmm. he's ne guts has never been there anyway. So I think no matter where Griffith is in his in his thing, a we've stated that he never wants to stop because that's just who he is. But b it's not about the fact that it's like oh guts isn't a ch isn't a challenge to me anymore. Or like I don't have to worry about guts. I think to Griffith. It's who Guts is as a person that like irks him and makes him irks him and makes him love him and makes him feel all these emotions. So like the thing is, is that like no matter where he is, all these people have always just bowed down to him and done these things. And as I explained before, because of Guts being who he is, I feel like Griffith could never shake that. He okay. can. It doesn't matter where he is in the height of his power. And we've already stated that Guts will always try and get out from Griffith's shadow. So, like, he's always going to be a thorn in Griffith's side until he's not. Okay. And the fact that, like, Guts makes himself so relevant throughout it, like, he can't not be relevant in Griffith's right. mind, if that makes sense. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I feel yeah. like it has to be Guts. Yeah, but then sense. again, if you were to have an ego that high and he would reach such a high point in power and for Guts were... If Guts were to leave him and beat him, then he or his whole purpose in life would be to finding Guts and taking him back. And that's where the story would shift to be. Guts is on the run, and Griffith's like, "I'm coming after you. You're mine." That's a bold statement. I don't know if that. Would well, that well, that's right. well. If because what? So what you're assuming then? If Guts were to beat him, if uh, Griffith reached such a high point in power, 
that right there, Gr- Griffith would have a mental ba- breakdown, the hill would go, and everything would happen. Because I would think that Guts would beat him, escape, go on his journey. Griffith would then want to go after Guts because, you know, he's his in his mind, kind mm-hmm. of. And he would have all these resources and person, and, you know, body or bodies sure, to yeah, send yeah. after Guts. And that would be, like, his new ambition would be, like, I'm going to get this person. You know, and maybe kill him, maybe just to put him back on his side to be, that's like, maybe put that's, him in the a, that's, that's a fair, that's well, a I fair think, I think, yeah, I think the, the all things considered, it, we, we agree that, like, this fate would probably play out the same, like... Uh, yeah, I think all yeah. things considered, mm-hmm. that no matter Guts, what takes Guts place is in an integral part. B, yeah, oh, is that, yeah, is that Guts, the regardless the, of how it plays out, Guts is the reason. Yeah, and uh, like at the end of the day, oh, in yeah. my opinion, that Griffith eventually loses it. It might sure. play out a different way, but I think right. again, and again, it's ironic because Guts is a fu to fate. But I, but I, knowing the story, I feel like fate is slated to make it so eventually that's what breaks Griffith because Guts is the only person in this world that actually makes Griffith feel another way than he does with anyone else. He's the only, he even says it when he says, I sacrifice you were the only person that made me forget about my dream. The only person. So like it has to be Guts. You know, I never feel like there's a point where Guts becomes irrelevant. But anyway, we went in a little hard on that one because obviously Gavin and I have very strong feelings about the show and Isaiah has now watched it so, you know, he could weigh in on it. Um, but let us know what you think. That that one's a, a tough one to argue because it's, you know, it's it's very complex and deep. Yeah, exactly. A lot of them, not to undermine any other ones because they're all can be very complex. And like we said in the beginning, there really is no wrong answer per se. It's really just predictions. But um, we've droned on. It's about an hour in, so I think, uh, yeah, right. We kind of went hard on this one. I didn't expect it to go so long, but um, but yeah, I think we've said our piece. Uh, let us know what you think uh, in in the comments if you're watching on YouTube um, or anywhere that lets you comment, and we'll be sure to read those and take them into consideration. Yeah. Until next time, guys. We're out of here. Peace out. Bye. Hey folks, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate the support. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Apostles of Anime, where you can keep up with us and offer new ideas for the show. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Podbean, and more. Again, thanks for tuning in with us, and we'll meet you guys back here next week to talk about all things anime.